All right, Lyric. The first game we're going to talk about tonight is Spellcasters. Spellcasters is designed by Aaron Weissblum, Norman Wood, and published by R&R Games, one of my favorite publishing companies. I just seem to just do it for me. Party game-wise, a few of their strategy games, just great and then just like dexterity games man yeah and then cool little stuff like this too so and then hanabi right yeah goodness uh larry tell us about spellcasters i have played spellcasters i played it at bgg con last year like about right after it came out uh dan delorenzo one of the two brother owners of rnr games taught taught me and my wife how to play we played a few three-player games and then i played two-player games as well but you've actually played four-player game, too. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, tell yeah. us about the game, how it works, a few of the rules, stuff like that. Okay. All right. So basically, it is a duel between two wizards. And you have two resources, one sapphires, which are little blue crystals, mm-hmm. and then life, which is just little yellow crystals. Yeah, energy, right? Yeah, energy. So you start out with ten yellow life crystals and two blue crystals. Uh, in all the player versions. Yeah. Uh, in two-player, you're one-on-one. In three-player, you're two-on-one. And in four-player, you're two-on-two. So I can't remember. In three-player, do you share life and energy or yes, crystals the, and energy? The team will share life. What it is is uh, in the two-on-one, the, whoever's the one player gets six cards and ten life and two sapphires to themselves. Okay. The other team get three cards each, and that's the thing they can't do is look at each other's cards. Okay. They share a pool of life and... Um, sapphires. Ma- yeah, and sapphires. And they can also activate each other's cards. What they can't do is look at each other's hands okay. and pre-play that. So anyway, to win the game, you either need to get 15 blue sapphires or take away your opponent's ten life. And how you do this is through using one of the four card colors. So... Out in the middle of the table, there's four little placards, little place stations for your cards, and they are red, yellow, green, and blue. Mm-hmm. And uh, the red ones are attacks. They help you to take your opponent's life away. Yeah. It's called draining in this game. They're, the blue ones help you get blue. Blue sapphires, mm-hmm. which are what you need to get to win. Yes. Green ones let you kind of do special card effects, uh, break the rules. Do They do a lot of card manipulation. For yeah, the they're most. conjuring cards, yeah. which are like your spells. Your, yeah. Yeah. yeah they, and then there's yellow. Yeah, yellow is a healing, and they give you back life. Okay, cool. So uh, basically, you uh, start out. It's a deck of 60 and I think 15 of each color, and you go through. Each person gets three to start out with, and at the beginning of your turn, you'll draw, and you have two actions. So on a turn, you can only activate a card once, but you can play a card, activate it. You can draw another card and activate a card that's already laid down. You could play two cards and not activate anything. You could do a, a variety. You draw two cards, yeah, not draw do two. anything else. The only thing you can't do twice is activate. Yeah, you can't activate any, more than one per turn. So um, you're going through and you're doing so. You'll There's kind of a cool directional thing going on. So only activate cards that are facing your direction. So you lay down. So basically, if we're facing each other, I'll lay down cards and they'll be oriented where I can read them. Yeah. And you couldn't activate those on your side of the table. So there's kind of an interesting dynamic where you're taking control of these uh, various colors. So if I had three cards facing my way and you had one facing yours, you'd be a a little bit more limited in what you could do on a given turn. So we kind of, there's this cool back and forth going on where you're blocking and sort of building up your board but they can affect it in a lot of ways at any time so yeah that's the kind of the coolest thing and there's not really any 
long strategies about what cards you're going to have out there because they get covered up so quick. Yeah. I mean, you could have a plan for the next turn and it gets covered up. For sure. But they're, cause this is a really fast game. Very. I mean, 15 minutes would be a long game of this. Yeah. But that's what the coolest thing about the game is to me is you're trying to do things on your side of the board. So say you've got a yellow and a, and a blue card you really want to play, but they've been hitting you with this red card over and over. You know, they draw a card, hit it, draw a card, hit it. And then you just have to sometimes cover that, try and get a red card. You know, you weren't planning on drawing cards, but you got to draw two cards trying to get a red card to cover it up. So you're playing like a real defense game, trying to constantly strategically block what they're doing and defend against it while also having an offensive strategy to either get your stuff up or their stuff down. Too. Yeah. Oh, another thing. There's another little special. One thing we didn't talk about is uh, there's ongoings. On some of the cards, they have yeah. a little red arrow. And once you get those out there, they do it automatically at the beginning of your turn, whatever mm-hmm. their action is. So those are really good, too. Those really can can mess up people's stuff. Uh, yeah. So they usually get covered up pretty quickly in yeah. the games we play. Yeah, and there's some things that really – that. You can get a lot of cards in your hand, but you can also have a lot, a ton of options because yeah. a lot of the cards are do this or this. Yes. And there's also sacrifice this yourself to get this thing. Yes. Or tell your opponent to give you this or this happens to them. Yeah. So there's a lot of choices to be made, whether positive for yourself or negative for your opponent. Yeah, it is really cool. You know, there's two basic modes to victory. And sometimes, man, you can, I think you told me about a 15 second game, you just got the right. Layout yeah. and boom, boom, boom. Three times did got five. Oh, you said yeah. It was about forty five, forty five seconds a minute long game. Yeah, and, just I boom, mean, boom, it was boom. Fast. Did yeah. that ten damage and knocked them out. So, what do you think about the game? Uh, I love it. It was really popular. Uh, my house. We played first. I played with the kids. They all enjoyed it a lot. Then the kids got their uncle to play with them, and they all played many times. And okay. then finally got my wife to play. And you know, it was it was tooth and nail getting her to play but once we played we played about six or seven in a row so cool so you played this game a lot more than me at this point oh yeah i'd say at least i played at least 15 or 16 games myself and then at my house they played even more even so uh tell me what you thought about the game across the different player counts because i've like i said i've played two and three i personally the two i thought was better but i didn't mind the three but you said you didn't really like the three well we played three player twice and I th- the first time we played might have turned me off a little bit to it because we played a little bit wrong. We were playing where the one went, and then both of us on the team went. Ah, I got you. And it was supposed to be they go, one of us goes, mm-hmm. they go, one of us goes. So it was supposed to alternate. and that That's we, a pretty big effect. There. Yeah, we clobbered them really quick. The second one, we clobbered them pretty quickly, but not as quickly, so... You know, I'm not sure. The three players where it feels least. The thing I done I didn't like most about it is that there's cards with. I noticed that they have asterisk marked on them, but those cards change in either the three or the four player game, and they're very slight. Uh, most of them are obvious once you do it, but when we first noted it, oh, some of these cards change. Then we'd have to look it up when one of those cards arose. But that's pretty minor beef. I mean, they it works pretty well across. I can imagine it being better three player game if the one is much better. Yeah, at yeah. Playing. That's true too. And I mean, maybe you're right because I mean, 
we did, I mean, my wife and I playing on a team at the convention won the three games we played. So maybe you're right. Maybe it is just impossible to be balanced. Yeah, well, it's just harder to be balanced. Two-on-two works great. One-on-one is great, great. I think that's where it really shines is the two-player game. Three just didn't, you know, there's no real way to play it one-on-one-on-one, so they had to figure out this versus thing, and it just doesn't feel as balanced overall. Four players to me would kind of start to make that game feel really thin because there's not enough to that game for well, the can, length of time four players might take. Well, being able to activate your team members' cards really is what makes it. Um, there's a lot of even more of a flurry of stuff going on. Yeah. But if that right action in combination with something you have in your hand, if your opponent, not your opponent, your partner lays down just that right card and you have the right card in your hand to get a great combo off of it, Man, it can really, you know, that's when it the four player really yeah. shines. Is when you get those unintentional combos. Okay. Yeah, I, I think one on one is where it really shines the best, and two on two is basically just a a glorified one on one. Yeah, but yeah. Um, still fun. Cool. It's a. Uh, I mean, there's a few little issues for me. the The theme is such a generic. I mean, yeah, we are trying to tap into that Magic the Gathering, Mage Wars, Summoner Wars market, and it's just unnecessary i mean it could have been i mean they could have done any cool interesting theme it could have been a western theme or i mean don't do pirates or zombies but i mean literally anything i mean i mean any anything (laughs) anything yeah and i mean to use such a generic theme and on top of the generic theme to use such generic artwork i mean i won't say it's bad artwork because i couldn't draw a fraction of how the whoever drew that draws but it's not great artwork i mean it's very like uh, you know, like got, hum, humdrum kind of. Yeah, it, I mean, well, it, it feels cheap. It feels like cheap artwork. Isn't it Tom Vassell? He came up with a funny name for the generic, real generic fantasy art. I don't know. I think it's in Tiny Epic, either Kingdoms or Defenders. He he kind of lambasted them for that generic fantasy. He did stuff. Defenders for sure. Yeah, and also uh, there's another game that he recently. It was another fantasy game that he really gave it to yeah. pretty bad. Oh, Harbor. He did uh, the same thing to another Scott Alms game. <laughs> Uh, but what was the what was the term he used? I don't remember, but it seemed like he had a really good uh, phrase for it, and it is it is totally across the board. I mean, you see it everywhere. Like, yeah, he's got his uh, he's got his phrases. The like J A S E, just another soulless euro, <sighs> and uh, trading in the Mediterranean, you know, stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, the theme and the art to me were just completely unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, you could have almost done just like a cool art deco thing and this just be a card game with actions you know that would have been cool i mean it could have been anything because the game is interesting enough with the cool back and forth of the offense and defense i mean there's not a lot of really quick filler card games where you're required to play defense too yeah and it's such a filler that it doesn't need to be i don't know man it just seems the theme to me seems unnecessary. Yeah. And it just makes me like, ugh, like the, I don't even like looking at the cards, you know? Yeah. I like the game enough that I don't care. If you know? if their quality is a little low, too. Like, we noticed you pulled them out. You'd played a couple times, I think. No, I hadn't. Oh, that was new. I pulled them out. Shuffled them brand shuffled new. Shuffled them once, and, like, the they already started chipping. The yeah. cards were chipping yeah. pretty badly, too. And, I mean, they, they took a beating just the first few shufflings we gave them and i don't care about that kind of stuff and i noticed that yeah you know so i mean it is a very cheaply made game but it's also i think a pretty cheap game yeah and it's a filler 
uh, it's not my favorite filler I have. I have a lot of other fillers that I'd much rather play. Mm -hmm. But if you're someone who uses Flux as a filler, this is a better game than Flux. You know, this is uh, it's not a not a bad little game. Cool back and forth. I mean, the actions are interesting enough, and there's so many options to the actions. That's what I really like is yeah. your hand of cards, even if it's four, could present you with eight different options on your turn. Yeah, those green cards are dastardly sometimes, what they allow you to do, and there's some really cool little green cards in there. Yeah, and think of how many options you could really have. You've got this or this cards in your hand that you could play activate and you've got at least anywhere from one to four maybe zero but one to four cards facing you that you could activate also you've got a lot of options on your turn and you've also i mean you can decide early on like in our game that we played i decided early on i'm gonna try and get my uh you know sapphires up instead of trying to get their stuff down so i went more for a self-healing strategy than a attacking strategy against you you know yeah yeah so i mean there's a lot of different it it's just crazy with a game like this that you would look at and think like oh you know that there's so much to it i mean it's not like there's a ton to it no. and it's not the greatest game in the world but it does have a good back and forth fun little game if you if you uh see it and it's a good price i mean i'm sure it's a good price online check it out i think it's a pretty cool game yeah Thumbs up from Laird. Yes. He got the yeah from yeah. Laird. So, uh, yeah, that's Spellcasters from R&R &R Games. 